What's up? Hey, hola, como estas? This is season <laughs> three, season trace. Um, Brown experience, man. We're here. And wow, how far we've come in such little time. Uh, <laughs> this is season three, season trace. Uh, my name is William. This is Javi. What's up, Javi? What's going on, Will? I think I'm as excited as you are for this season. A lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about uh, what we have planned. Like Javi was saying, uh, we have some good stuff planned. In fact, season three is titled People. That's right, People. Why? Because this is the Brown experience. I mean, you love Javi. You love how uh, good looking he is. You love how smart and how much of a deep voice I have. Uh, but we want to talk and we want to hear from you uh brown experience this is made for you and so we're going to be having a lot of special guests uh in fact each episode is going to feature a special guest uh to talk about different topics um surrounding the holidays surrounding everyday life um things that affect you the brown audience and so um Right now we're uh, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, for some of us, it's already been Thanksgiving all year. <laughs> but um, but for others, you know, it, you know, they're preparing their uh, turkeys, they're going grocery shopping, and fighting over toilet paper again. Uh, Javi, how do you and your family celebrate Thanksgiving uh, besides fighting over toilet paper in the grocery stores? No, we don't do that well, and that's the funny thing. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> for us, at least for my family, I'm not a huge fan of turkey. Neither is my mom. And it's funny because I called my mom yesterday and I was like, hey, so what are we doing for Thanksgiving uh, for food? And never did she mention turkey. My dad's the one who takes for, takes charge of doing the turkey and stuff, but we're not big turkey fans. And my mom was just asking, are you going to be here the night before helping us do tamales? So I was like, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. So us, we started doing tamales on Thanksgiving. Nice. Nice, man. Um, do you have anything special about the tamales or is that a family secret? You know, it's just a family thing. And my mom, you know, it's her thing. It's something that we do Thanksgiving and then we'll do some again for Christmas and then we'll have enough all the way to New Year's and then even for after New Year's. So that's what we do. How about you, Will? I know you started, you said it earlier today that... <laughs> Already. <laughs> I, I mean, I've started Thanksgiving since COVID hit, man. Just uh, just lounging around and vegging out, man. I swear. I think I've uh, gained a few pounds, uh, uh, at least, uh, you know, more than what I should have. But I'm still ready. You know, I'm still excited. Um, it, you know, I feel like Thanksgiving sometimes, um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's always like the elders that kind of hold it together. You know, grandma or grandpa or, or somebody uh who has that stature in the family who kind of everybody's going over to that person's house um and you know now that those people at least in my family are gone you know we still you know try to keep everything together so this year we're going to be celebrating uh with my uh, aunt and her family uh, at my uncle's shop and so pretty excited about that and to see how that goes and again more eating and uh you know and not what i just feel that this year is going to hit everyone differently you know despite the fact with everything going on you know with covid and everything this is a time that we have to sit down and reflect and what we're really thankful for mm. and i think that's the whole purpose of thanksgiving you know like really reflect and sit down and really be thankful for what you have yeah so 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope so, right? I mean, we didn't, uh, Brown Experience, you guys watching us, we didn't just do two seasons just to look good and all that stuff on uh, na uh, national, international uh, platform, media platform. We did it because we want to bring, you know, the experience and, and, and to try to bring uh, Latin America, build those bridges and try to bring together. Um, so hopefully, again, yeah, our, our hope is that uh, it brings people unites people brings people together under even the most um, egregious circumstances uh like right. 2020 has shown us so right. yeah what do you do you have a favorite thing that you like to eat javi anything special in particular uh no i mean food is food and i'll be <laughs> grateful for whatever my mom cooks and i'll eat it <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's funny like i i'm more about like uh the drinks not alcoholic drinks. Oh, not, like <laughs> not alcoholic drinks. But you know, I, I'm always right there. You know, with the soda or like a nice iced tea that my family makes, really, really good. Mm. And so I'm always right there, right next to the cooler, just enjoying it and, and and good times like that. But Thanksgiving doesn't mean the same for everybody. Um, right. It has different interpretations. It has different meanings. And so to go along with the theme for season three. Um, we are going to, we do have a guest today to talk a little bit more about what Thanksgiving means to them. And so, um, please help me welcome our guest, our very first guest on the Brown Experience. There we are, Sandra Sandoval. What's up, Sandra? Hey, Will. Hey, Javi. It's good to see you guys. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Sandra? I'm good. I I'm good. I'm ready for... I'm ready to be stuck in traffic. <laughs> where are you headed to this weekend? Or where are you heading for Thanksgiving? Um, I'm going to head home and be with my mom. But hey, since you guys were talking about Thanksgiving, did you know that uh, turkey wasn't even on the menu at the very first Thanksgiving? Really? So what was the main menu? They had ducks, geese, mm. geese or goose. Um, <laughs> Oysters and lobster. Hmm. Pretty fancy, huh? I mean, <laughs> I, it's it's we've come a long way from the very first Thanksgiving, that's for sure. <laughs> and then and, also the the lady that sings uh, "Mary Had a Little Lamb," she's the one who's responsible for uh, encouraging Abraham Lincoln to officially declare Thanksgiving as a national holiday. Wow! Wow! wow. See, I didn't know none of this stuff, and I think that's the whole purpose of today's episodes and the episodes that we're coming in today for, you know, our guests to teach us things, and this is great. I mean, I didn't know that. I just want to thank both of you for inviting me to your platform um, to bring awareness to your topic of Thanksgiving. Hello, everyone. My name is Sandra Sandoval, and I just introduced myself to you in my native language. I am originally from Arizona, born and raised on the reservation, and I moved out to San Diego right after 9-11. Um, a little bit of, about my background. I have my associates in forensic science, um, my bachelor's degree in criminal justice, so social and criminal justice, and my master's in public administration. And I'm sure both of you have tons and tons of questions. And if I don't have the answers for you, I'll make them up as we go. 
<laughs> that's how we do the show <laughs> no that's is there anything the sandra thank you for joining us um it means a lot to us and i think what what other better person than you to some of the questions that we have for you to answer and i know that you're going to be answering them better than probably anyone else so thank you for joining us absolutely thank you so sandra me and javi talked about how we celebrate thanksgiving how do you celebrate thanksgiving well, with all the questions that I've been asked over the years, um, I left, actually, let me go back. I left the reservation when I was 18 or 19 years old. And after that, I started making friends and most of them non-native friends. And they would ask me around the holiday season, um, specifically for this one, Thanksgiving, they would ask me questions like, what do you guys eat for Thanksgiving? And does your tribe celebrate Thanksgiving? Or how come some natives don't celebrate Thanksgiving at all? And my first thought to this is, that's kind of a, you know, you're asking me all these weird questions. I mean, I went to boarding school, so I cut up construction papers uh, to make feathers. And I took part in reenacting the first Thanksgiving between the pilgrims and the Wampanoag tribe. So yeah, we celebrate Thanksgiving with America. So you basically celebrate kind of how every other American celebrates it. Am I am I understanding that right? Yeah, I, I think the only difference is the food that we eat. Um, we, traditional foods, you know, we eat fry bread, we have mutton stew, we have liver, we have sheep head. It's probably gross, but, you know, that's our delicacy. And the traditional foods that come with it, potato salad, pies, and, you know. I'm getting hungry just listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds a little bit, just a little different than oyster and, uh, and what was the other thing that they had? Oyster and duck. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm about to go to Javi's house for those tamales. <laughs> do, do you guys have anything specific to your tribe that maybe you guys have for um, for Thanksgiving dinner? No, but when you really think about it, the Thanksgiving recipe is made of indigenous foods. I mean, you have the corn, the beans, the squash, um, the rice, and the pumpkin. So I think as natives, we're very lucky and we should be able to embrace this because it keeps us connected. It, it keeps us connected with nature and all year long, you know, we there's families who tend to their crops just to have all these indigenous foods on their table, not just for Thanksgiving, but whenever, you know, whenever they're ready or whenever they ripe and, you know, it's, it's good to go. They're, they're good to eat. So maybe that's why a lot of people who um, do practice, um, you know, a Thanksgiving meal um, on that day specifically, it's, we can think of it like those are some of the, it's basically like a reflection of what, um, of what this land had to offer and, and even, uh, a reflection of the people who, who inhabited it first. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, going around all that, I mean, what does Thanksgiving mean to you? 
To me, um, Native, the Native American philosophy of Thanksgiving is to give thanks every day. So we give without expecting anything in return. And so as Navajos, we're encouraged to, to pray to our holy people and to give thanks three times a day, you know, the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening. And through our prayers, we express our, our gratitude that we're still here on earth. And that's just how we are as Native Americans is, you know, we, we, we do give thanks every day. And just to further emphasize on the meaning of Thanksgiving to me, um, with the schools, you know, it's Thanksgiving is often portrayed as a peaceful exchange between the pilgrims and the Native Americans as giving thanks. But after learning about the real truth behind Thanksgiving, I've really learned to embrace my culture and really respect our Navajo traditions. So there are other Native Americans who take issue of think of how Thanksgiving is presented in the school. Um, because it's not really, the schools don't really teach the meaning, or not the meaning, but the, the whole truth behind Thanksgiving. Um, you know, by 1637, Thanksgiving transitioned into a celebration after all the colonists brutally massacred these Indian villages and, you know, raping women and stealing them and Rather than celebrating, Native Americans see the holiday as a day of mourning and they protest because it commemorates the arrival of the settlers and the years of oppression and the genocide that come with it. And now, instead of saying Happy Thanksgiving, there are some people out there that say Happy Takesgiving instead of Happy Thanksgiving. And rightfully so. I mean, like you were saying, Sandra, a little bit earlier was America has such a, a dark past, a beautiful, you know, for those of us who really actually appreciate the America that we have today, unfortunately, in this history books, in the public education, in um, any way that that students receive their information, um, we don't unfortunately talk about um, a lot of the tragedy, a lot of the tragic events that made this this land so great, it's it's on the back of the martyrs of the people who who have unfortunately lost their lives to make this nation so great. Thinking about the history of Thanksgiving for me personally, it makes my blood boil because of the horrific, horrific treatments that our ancestors have gone through. Um, it's very painful. I, I can't even imagine, you know, having to see all of that to actually be there and witness that. And with that, you know, my heart aches for our ancestors because of all the pain and the suffering and the inhumane treatment. Um, like, how do you justify all that? And today, you know, we we still weep because of that because. It's an historical trauma. And later on, you know, I want to get into historical trauma and explain to you how it really affects us as Native Americans. So I think for me personally, it's I've developed a sense of bitterness over the real history of 
lies and the bitterness stems from the long walk that my ancestors were forced to march 200 miles. Like, can you do that barefoot right now? In, you know, different kinds of, in, especially in harsh weather conditions. For four years, uh, the Navajos, they were, they were captured and they were kept at um, Fort Sumner. And then they were finally released. And not just the Navajos, you have the Trail of Tears and Wounded Knee. There's a lot of Native Americans who, who suffer. And all of these horrific acts are just, it's deeply disturbing to me. And so, you know, when somebody's asking me, what does Thanksgiving mean to you? Or what is it? How does it make you feel? Naturally, you know, it's it's really easy to get upset because of all these events. But I have to take a stand back and think, how is my negative reaction going to change the history? Or I remind myself, um, if I respond this way, um, it doesn't leave a positive image of what Native Americans represent. And that's peace and living in harmony. So even though my perspective on Thanksgiving has changed over the years, I have to change my, you know, my paradigm on it. And uh, regardless, if we do feel the internal pain, we have to seek healing through prayers and we listen to stories or we start telling jokes. But really, Thanksgiving is all about uh, remembering those who have passed on into the spirit world. It's about honoring the Navajo code talkers who played a pivotal role in using their codes to win World War II in 1942. So it's a day of remembering and honoring the thousands of Native Americans who lost their lives at the hands of the colonists. And that's just not Native Americans. Uh, a lot of minorities suffer enormous, a lot, enormous, a lot of, okay, not just Native Americans, but there's a lot of uh, minorities who suffer enormous loss at the hands of the U.S. government. And to this day, honestly, believe it or not, we're still fighting and we're fighting for our fishing and hunting rights. Which is, that is Native culture. Right. We, you know, that's what we need for survival. And now we have to pay. We have to pay a licensing fee to fish and to hunt. Yeah. Um, just going with the same energy. I mean, what is what is another th practice that natives do that they don't get to practice because of laws or because of regulations? Right off the top of my head, I, I really can't think of uh, much only because now we're, we've adopted more of the contemporary lifestyles and um, it's interesting because with the native tribes, uh, we didn't become, or we, yeah, natives didn't become citizens of the U.S. until 1924. So we weren't allowed they weren't allowed to vote. Our ancestors weren't allowed to vote. Um, I think that's. I think that's it. So, Sandra, with everything you know, you told us right now, and if you have the willpower, and this is my question for you, if you have the willpower as a Native American, 
how would you want others to really celebrate Thanksgiving or really know what Thanksgiving is about? I'm not here to tell the viewers how to celebrate Thanksgiving. I mean, that's, that's at your discretion. Um, all we ask as Native Americans is to share the true story of Thanksgiving and stop sweeping the historical events under a rug because all we're doing is we're perpetuating the cultural stereotypes and everything that comes with Native Americans. And, you know, moving forward, we need to leave a better world for the younger generation. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot that you could do to help. Um, I think early, er, earlier you asked me, Will, um, why Thanksgiving is so emotional, not emotional, but what did you ask me? And, and, and something in that contents of why Thanksgiving is different for Native Americans. Um, a lot of it has to do with historical trauma and um, historical trauma does play Historical trauma is powerful and it lingers into the souls of descendants, which is us, and it leaves a deep impact on our lives. It's stressful for one, and we don't know how to deal with it. Um, two, it changes our lives. I mean, not only are we dealing with our ancestors, but to add to that, growing on a reservation, you deal with domestic violence. We see our sisters being raped. Um, there's alcoholism. You know, you have alcoholic parents and you deal with the loss of family members. Yeah, that's inevitable. But how, as Native Americans, like we don't really know how to address, address trauma. Instead, we suppress everything um, so with that, uh, historical trauma also diminishes trust. And for me personally, I've developed a sense of not trusting the government because of what our, what our ancestors have gone through. But learning, you know, trust is the foundation of our human wellness. And I like how you talked about the voting earlier, Will, because... I think for the Navajo Nation, it plays an integral part of voting. Voting for Joe Biden plays an integral, integral part of it because that's the first step to reestablish trust, to begin the healing process of the years of oppression. If not, I mean, we're still going to be some pissed off Indians. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't want to glance over. I, I, I know that this is something that not only touches you, but it's something that is, in, is ingrained in, in all natives because of you have that. It's a part of your DNA. It's a part of who you are. And so, you know, I, although I've never particularly experienced that, I empathize with you and definitely support you in how you're feeling. I don't diminish it or anything like that. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on is because I think a lot of times um, Americans, um, I mean, I can only talk for our culture here, but, um, you know, we, we sometimes get lost in 
a commercialization. We get lost in the commerce, the um, it, you know, the economic impact of Black Friday. We get lost in all of those different things, and instead, I think. Instead, I think I challenge everybody, you know, who's watching, who's who's listening, to, you know, even if you're not really a praying person, maybe saying a little thought, a little a little idea, and and and, and when you do that, when you reflect, when you, you know, say that prayer, it's like, don't forget the people that made this land so great, that made this land so desirable because they don't deserve to be forgotten. Is that okay to say, Sandra? Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> Ooh, it's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy topic. Heavy topic. Um, I just also want to share, you know, don't tell us. I won't tell you that. <laughs> Go ahead, Sandra. Don't tell us. Okay. So also with that, don't tell us to get over it or forget about it. Um, because it, it is hard to, you know, to, to deal with it. And for me, Thanksgiving, the holidays have always been kind of hard only because I've gone to boarding school for eight years and being in boarding school, it's like, it's kind of, it's almost kind of like a punishment. And so during the holidays, you know, sometimes your parents checked you out. Sometimes you stayed and you're, you know, that's when we don't have our Thanksgiving. We don't get to celebrate with our families. And so that's trauma for me. And with that, you know, I've developed avoidance. And Robert Johnston is not only a comedian, but he's a good person. Um, what does he do? He's like a wellness uh, a wellness coordinator um, for Native, like a Native wellness coordinator. And he's helped me to really shift my paradigm on how I see the holidays. And what's really helping me is I'm not looking at Thanksgiving from the, or I'm not looking at, all these historical events that happened to us, I'm not looking at it from the victim mentality, um, but I realized I really did refuse to, in the past, I refused to celebrate some holidays and it was just like no big deal to me because it was just another day. But by doing so, all I'm doing is I'm refusing to celebrate holiday because I'm afraid of all the emotions that has that can resurface and all the it, it triggers all these behaviors that um really I, I don't know how to deal with and so now um I and you know I talk to quite a few of my friends and they tell me their problems and their frustrations and by the end of the conversation like I'm exhausted because I realize what I'm doing during the conversation is I've internalized their problems and I get worked up. So I'm internalizing everything. And now like really, because I'm, I've discovered 
that about myself, I really have no problem telling people like, I don't want to hear it. I, you know, I, I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's just for one, for my well-being, And I'm still healing from all this historical trauma from my ancestors and my, all the bad childhood experiences that I've gone through. And eight years of boarding school, like how do I undo all of that? And, you know, I do want to listen. I want to help. But like I said, how can I help myself if, how can I help you if I can't even help myself? I'm still peeling all these layers of hurt from the past. And all you're doing is you're stirring up negative energy for me. I think that's really well said. Um, and one thing that we did talk about recently in one of the shows is um, how people, at least the brown brown people, Latin people, they they don't really share those things. They don't really express those things. And so I think it's beautiful that our audience, no matter what color, no matter what um, race they're from, it's like this is a cross-cultural, this is a cross-thing where it's sometimes it's not, you know, we're, we're taught not to share those things or, or, or to suppress that information. And so for those people who do reach out or for those people who, you know, are interested in being a part of somebody's life, they're going to have to understand that it's a process, right, Sandra? It's a process like a, like peeling an onion, peeling, peeling an onion, you do it layer by layer and you do it patiently. Yeah. Um, I don't know if honestly, I don't know if I'll ever get to the core of, to, to the core of it and really be healed from it because um, look at what we're dealing with right now we're dealing with the pandemic and it's like trauma after another trauma after another one and that's you know we carry that it's like a heavy burden over our shoulder and so you know just when somebody tells you like or just remember how you ask your questions um and not, you know, not to judge, you know, not to judge Native Americans like, oh, she's pissed off all the time or, you know, what's wrong with her now? It's because of all of this. And so if you really want to get to know, um, like, if you really want to get deeper into it, I recommend the viewers to read uh, Russell Means' book, Where White Men Fear to Tread. And he talks about the he talks about his involvement with uh, the American Indian movement and what he calls it. He discovered the ugly truth. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But um, if you haven't done it, if you haven't read it, you know, do it, read it. And it's it's disturbing. But, it, you know, it's it's a really eye opener. And it's a way for uh, the viewers to understand not obviously by personal experience but at a distance as far as um the author does a really good job at um illustrating kind of some of those key points right he does and when you're reading it it's like you're right there with him you know he's taking you on this journey and he's so articulate like i mean really for me i'm in my room and i shut the blinds and because I have them on audible the audible books or the app 
And so I'm listening to him talk. And that's even better is to actually hear it from him. And so, and honest, and for me, it's like, I'm glad, you know, I'm listening to him in my own room, in my comfort, because when I'm getting angry, I could deal it with, with it, you know, I could deal with all these emotions then and there punching the pillow, throwing a pillow, something, because it, you know, it really does move you. That's beautiful. So, um, for those, for those, uh, uh, who are watching, who are not native, um, would you recommend maybe, uh, a room where they don't destroy their valuables when they read this book? <laughs> would that be fair to say? <laughs> That's just a joke. That's just a joke. Um, Okay. And uh, the name of the author again, Sandra, if, if anybody wants to pick it up, name and title. Russell Means. All right. Russell Means. Uh, for those of you guys who are interested in, in learning a little bit more about um, about that experience, um, you got, you got a, a, a two thumbs up recommendation from our, from our guest here today. Javi, I feel like I'm asking all the questions. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's a lot to take in, to be honest. Like, and I think this is the, you know, again, this is exactly what we want. You know, we wanted to hear the truth, the the real side coming from a Native American. And I know that Sandra's very passionate. She's very proud to be Native. And this is why we wanted to bring her on specifically for this part. You know, if anything, I got to learn more, you know, and it's very sad super sad with a lot of things you know which i i'm just in shock quiet so, so. and i think um if i can summarize just um not your part sandra but just maybe the part that i've i've learned from um from having you on is if you are going to try to get to know someone um especially, you know, our native brothers and sisters, but just anyone who you really want to get to know, take the time to get to know them and be patient right. and reach down to their level or sometimes reach up to their level and to try to understand exactly where they're coming from. We shouldn't all be uh, judged based on uh, a preconceived notion or maybe even a history of that person. It's who are you today? Um, and that's, that's what I'm willing to get to know. Thank you, Will. Um, those are really encouraging and encouraging words. So, Sandra, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share um, with everyone? Um, this platform is for you, and we want to hear. I think Will said it best earlier, um, to pray for one another. And right now, um, I, we really need to dismantle all the barriers that divide and oppress us so um to the viewers to the non-natives ask us questions and we'll be glad to share all these stories with you and by talking about it you know we're healing we're, we're healing through that and at some point i mean you've seen me kind of break down but at some point, I'm going to be able to talk about it without shedding tears. So, you know, just be patient with us and let's learn from one another. Absolutely. Definitely. I agree with you, Sandra. So as we do with all of our guests, uh, we 
welcome their opportunity to um, plug something in. So you have something to plug? If you want to give back to the Native communities, I encourage you to, or if you want to support um, a cause, I encourage you to go into the Native Riders IMC, which is the Indian Motorcycle Club, and help them to reach their goals. It's, it's a nonprofit organization founded in 2013, and the objective of the organization is to help the Native communities, especially the elders and the children throughout San Diego County. Right now, they're selling raffle tickets at $5 each, and they're raising money for Christmas. So the families that need propane or wood or, you know, whatever it is that the kids want, it, all the proceeds go towards them. And you have until December 12 if you want to buy a ticket and raffle is going to be on that same day. And so the Native, um, the Native Writers IMC is they have a Facebook page and they also have a, a website that you can check out. Awesome. Awesome. And so um, for those of you guys, we'll link it in the video. We'll link it in the description. Native writers, if you uh, want to give back to an amazing cause, um, as you heard Sandra describe, um, click on the link and um, follow the prompt and, and get some cool stuff, right? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know what items that they have, but it is on Facebook. And if you request to join the organization, um, I'm pretty sure they'll um they'll grant your request awesome and they don't have to be native right they can just go and request <laughs> to be on the group no. right? awesome you have to have a bike <laughs> yeah okay go grab a go grab your kid's bike even if it has training wheels it's fine you're just you'll, you'll catch up you'll catch up <laughs> uh, sandra do you ride do you ride yes i do i have a 2016 y glide Hey. Oh, nice. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandra, from my end, again, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Um, for joining us. Uh, you know, you inspired me to know more, you know, about the Native community. And, you know, throughout the last six years almost that I've known you, I've learned a lot, you know, just at least from the Native community. And I think you're absolutely right. If you want to know more about a specific culture, just ask questions. And I know that you've always been an open door. You have always had that open door policy to everyone, you know, and I've been one who's always asked you different questions. So I just want to say thank you, not just being the uh, the person that you are, but thank you for being a friend, your family. And I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you, Javi. Absolutely. And you're a friend of the show. We uh, hopefully we'll get to have you back sometime. Um, and um, we really appreciate all the insight. I think the thing that I learned again is just to reevaluate that word thankful and really understand the true meaning of what that is. And uh, if I want to get to know somebody like Javi said, I'm uh, going to have to dive deeper, dive deeper in that. Okay, guys, that will do it for our show. Wow. What a first episode. Super super in-depth we want to thank our guest sandra sandoval for coming on and uh, speaking with us more to come you guys more to come happy thanksgiving from all of us here and um we'll catch you on the next one happy thanksgiving everybody be safe